Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, people love yeah. us not knowing when we go uh, live. <laughs> we know it's, <laughs> it's a really fun and exciting Tuesday. for our listeners. We know it's Tuesday, is it going to be during the day though on Tuesday, or is it going to be at night? Is it yeah, is it going to happen it's, at all? It is Tuesday. Is it going to happen at all? <laughs> is there a studio <laughs> episode coming out? <laughs> yeah. Is Needless to say, <laughs> we need a social media manager. Hiring at zero dollars and zero cents an hour. Plus Can't give college love, credits. Love Plus free help. Um, uh, we can maybe pay. Ah, hello, folks. Yeah, so we did get some people. We're waiting okay. on Greg to tr- trial and error some technical um, stuff that's, that's right. not going to work. I'm, I'm no, 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 it's going to work. Um, Is it going to work? Because it you know, hasn't we would yet. Think that our resident IT guy. Well, well I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the one kidding. who wants to let people know that we're doing this. You know, that's I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, so we're we're live here from the great from the great beyond. Uh, do they know we're live? They will know that we're live. I don't even know. All right. Um, so we got a lot to talk about today, including a band of migratory birds flying through Manchester, Tennessee. Mm. Um, last time. The band was in Tennessee. They played the Caverns. It was a wonderful weekend. Bruce, anything, anything on that? Any recollections on last year's Tennessee? <laughs> well, I mean, everybody know. I think everybody knows about the Caverns shows now. They're kind of like legendary to to whatever extent anything can be in the Goose repertoire history. But um, you know, the Mobavon was still so epic. Um, Dark Horse in the Rain. I mean. The rain, the cave party, everything about that weekend was fabulous. And then Doey Joey after party, this hilarious place, I believe called Shenanigans also. At Shenanigans. That's yeah. Right. So yeah. that was, that was, you know, just serendipitous. But the whole weekend was really great. I mean, I had a blast. There's a lot of things, obviously, can't talk about on this podcast. We want all ages <laughs> sure. to listen. But yeah. Inclu- Diesel Johnny has some kind of idea where we're going with that. There was including the lodging, though. Um, well, the lot, well, the red roof. Yeah, I mean, is a red roof not served as well? <laughs> the scent of remember, um, it smelled like a morgue. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it smelled like a morgue, which Bruce and I frequent morgues. So, yeah, we were just like, oh, dead bodies, <laughs> the red roof, you know. Hey, it's anybody know a, how to find the meta word. business suite or uh, oh my god, studio? where's the you know, if you told studio? me before, I'm, I'm knee deep in the meta business suite greg you know this is a podcast we run this podcast ourselves everybody so we have to um you know we have issues (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i mean the creator studio you would think would be would be close by there it is i found it all right cool there's a lot of stuff that you would think would be close figure it out um really this is more of an issue 
with like the UX of Facebook, I feel like. Um, yeah, is that, it's, not, it's not a you issue. It's, it's, not a, it's not a me X issue, no. Um, right, okay. So uh, well, we can keep, we could try to keep going with this episode. So first of all, what's up? Do you have some, is it do you, do you hear vacuuming and out of my mic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you? Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, this, this is, is just the start. worst start we've ever had on a live stream. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna. Let's. All right. So let's so, continue. Okay. Do you still so hear us? <laughs> uh, no, I think we're good. All right, no, cool. no Sorry, vacuuming. Yeah. Did you tell them to shut the vacuum off? No, I told my roommate I feel bad because uh, he's putting up a lot of shit with me today. I have a buddy sleeping on our couch that I forgot to tell him about until like today. So, are you turning into a wook, Joey? No, no, just a forgetful bad roommate. No, you spent enough time with me, mm, Bruce. It's official. Mm, You're a wook now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's drinking out of a fish cup right now. It probably was one of those wooks carrying out a tower of them. From New Year's Eve, yeah. I knew it. No, knew it. I got so so woke that I forgot my tower of cups at my seat. Ooh. Yeah, but Ooh, whatever. Big mistake. Yeah. Big mistake. Um, so anyway, uh, some other news. Speaking of fish, we should mention this because I think it's important. But um, yeah, Trey Trey brought a little girl. I think everyone in the jam community knows this by now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. two nights ago, brought up a, a little girl, seven year old girl, um, named Jovi, up on stage in Grand Rapids to sing "Bug." She had a sign, yada, yada. You can find the story online. But I was trying not to watch this. I was like, okay, here's just another, you know, okay, cool. It's a cool spectacle. It was cool for everybody there. Fun for her and her parents, whatever. And then I broke down and watched it today. And I will tell you, there were a lot of grown men tweeting about crying on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then I immediately <laughs> started crying. This, yeah. I was like, I'm going to have to watch this later. Um, <laughs> but it, I did watch it. It was absolutely incredible. I would definitely suggest watching it to anybody who is like me trying to be a curmudgeon. But it's it, it's incredibly – it's funny. It's sweet. Bug is obviously a sweet song. And um, the girl is just so hilarious. Her reactions are priceless. Um, and <laughs> the funny thing about that was that we also had an incredible bug story from Bonnaroo that got posted in Elgus, our Facebook group. Um, this young man, <laughs> this poor young man, um, you know, uh, coming up on joy and, and um, fun was also feeling like there was some sort of bug stuck in his ear he was feeling this yeah. flittering and flying and he thought it was maybe the drugs as one would um but it kept getting worse and he tried to like push it out basically i guess you know similar to giving bird from the ear canal mm-hmm. and um his friends are looking in there with a light flashlight and was actually a big ass beetle that they ended up kind of pulling out of his ear as it started to come out right before goose hit the stage so, um, oh. you know, these two stories are not the same, but I felt like they were related enough to mention <laughs> in the show. Well, um, but, some good right. stuff online. Yeah, I mean, this is why we have the Internet, you know, to hear these stories. So um, pretty, pretty epic weekend all around. <laughs> so I have no idea how to use Facebook. Really don't. Let's. Like, let's this let's is why I can't just handle this at the beginning of these episodes. Your tech guy. This is what the tech guy is here for. You know, it's all good. Thank you all for joining. I'm sorry that you've watched my open mouth as I browse. Uh, but I guess, um, Bruce, did we did we post this in El Goose? No, I'm going to now because you've been okay. trying to, to, you know, mess around with Meta Business Suite for ages. No big deal. 713. We're live. What up, everybody? Still all here. right. We're starting the episode now. Uh, yeah. Joey, what did you do this weekend, man? Uh, nothing. It was awesome. 
Got a haircut. The worst. Dude, I got the worst haircut of my life on Monday. Uh, Yeah, where'd it go? Uh, I mean, you know, just the the local Albanian barbershop fucked my head up, dude. Look like the. uh, I feel like I look like you know you watch Curb, Mm -hmm. the Judy doll when he gives that a haircut and just like because I had super long hair and he just went straight across the whole thing. So now like the front, the back is all like one. Oh, yeah, no, that's why we only have ten viewers. Oh no! Yeah, right. No. Well, now we don't have any Albanian viewers, you know. Yeah, either, you know? so it's yeah. You know, Joey heard us there. We had at least three downloads in Albania last I checked. So, oh nice. You know, we actually, I have to say, we're doing pretty well in Albania. Oh well, well, hello, hello everybody from Albania. It's a beautiful country. I've heard right on the Mediterranean coast. I'd like to visit one day, but yeah, they're doing um, better than Andy Frasco's podcast in Albania. That's true. Oh, that's Frasco's true, got but... no Albanian listeners. That's a shame. Not, I mean, but not Frasco surprising. has, you know, he did get Rick on stage with them. Maybe Rick will talk to us one day. Yeah, soon. <laughs> Hopefully. If we're lucky. Um, if we're lucky. Yeah, Neil, if I could look like Laura Lee, I'd be fine with that. But sadly, no. If I could play bass like Laura Lee, too. I mean, mm. unbelievable. So let's talk about some stuff All we right. do know about, <laughs> which is actually nothing. Uh, but let's talk about some things. Um so these some stuff. shows, some they monumental did. shows. Um, last week, it's hard to even think back to like, like pre Bonnero. Not that I've really heard the set uh, in an official way quite yet, but <laughs> they hit North Carolina. They went down. They raised up. They may have removed their shirts and spun them around like a helicopter because it was hot as hell down there. In the chat, if you were down in North Carolina, let us know how hot it was. Using only yeah. emojis. It definitely. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I did listen to Wilmington, but I did. I watched Rally, and um, it looked. I mean, the, the way people looked at the beginning, you know, and people were talking in the chat about how hot and humid it was down there. You could kind of tell, you know, it was a little slow motion for a while. Um, but the band kind of put them into it, uh, Haze as well. But we'll we'll talk about that too. But um, you could tell. Just look. It just looked hot. People looked hot, but they were moving. I was pretty impressed. You know. Um, just yeah. one of those big field situations, you know. Um, although Wilmington looked a little bit, little bit like a different setup. Um, but so yeah, I mean, let's dig in. Let's start with with Wilmington. That was the first one last weekend. Um, Goose had not been to Wilmington for years. I'm trying to think since of, the whisk, the whiskey, whiskey show. Maybe yeah. that was was that even Goose? That was Goose. That was Goose. 2017, okay. maybe 2018. Um, I know that they went summer 2017, threw them to the Wolves tour, unofficial title. Right. Um, van broke the down. One time they, they were, were stuck, <laughs> stuck down there for a while. Nobody really at the shows. They went back down 2017 with Great Blue. Um, and they mm. also played Raleigh. I think they played the Poorhouse in Raleigh, another like early week show, not too many people out. Um, but Wilmington, they come back to an amphitheater. And yeah. On a, on a Tuesday, on a Tuesday, on a Tuesday theater show. Yeah. Um, so vibes seem to be super strong down there. Time to flea opener. Yeah, time to flea opener, which is like it's it's almost I don't know it's found its way into that slot often now, and um, mm-hmm. you know you kind of expect to hear it early in the show, so that was not a surprise. A big one, twenty minutes, almost twenty one minutes. Um, yeah, you know that's how they kind of roll with the t- with time to fleas. I don't I like know. A flea we, opener. I really yeah. Do. 
it, it fits. It's a good spot. I think it warms the band up, you know, yeah. and, and likewise can warm the crowd up. And they always have these good jams um, out of it. And and likewise, this was another solid one. I don't know if it was, you know, not one of the most epic, but um, it got into a good groove. I forgot I was listening earlier when I was working, trying to listen yeah. to it, you know. And then I was like, oh, shit, this is Flea. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's always good with that. And, and it just that the opening notes, you know, the way that the movie, the way the song is set up, it's just set up perfectly to get into a, a thick pocket easily. And, and then they can just go from wherever. Yeah. It's one of those openers where like the first notes you hear and all of a sudden like people are all right, a cloud of smoke. Let's go. Yeah. But like, I remember during the jam thinking like that. I, and I, I rarely think about like, I mean, I think about Ben all the time just because drums or whatever, but like the balance between Ben and Jeff, because Jeff, like if he's doing his job well, you're not really noticing that he's there. But there was one point where you could tell, like, I don't know who was keeping the beat and who was like rolling on the toms, but like both of them were just balancing so nicely during this jam. Um, and that's uh, that's the thing with, with Jeff joined. And a lot of people don't realize, you know, when I, I I'd asked Ben, you know, what is it? what is it like? You know, how do you like that relationship? And obviously like the guys all get along very well, which is one of the key reasons why Jeff joined and, and the fact that he's just very musically talented, but Ben immediately said right away, you know, before Jeff was starting to even learn some of these songs, he's great to have it as timing there for him. You know, when Ben's trying to do all of this ridiculous stuff, it's nice to have somebody who's steady in the background, you know, keeping a beat for you, make, you know, hitting those fills while you're, doing all these crazy drum rolls and stuff that Ben was doing also later in the show as well. I thought there was a good example of that. So um, something they recognize right away, you know, and, and, and now, you know, I talked to him in Indy um, and, and both of them were feeling like, you know, things are clicking much better and you could really hear it between the two of them. All that. Pra- I mean, they finally have had time to practice more together and, um, and Jeff has his own practice space now. So that's, that's helped them a lot. Yeah. I remember during the bingo tour, getting there for one of the dress rehearsals like you know and that was the first time jeff was really like in in um yeah. and they had you know rehearsed jive too and i was like wow is it the first time you guys have played that together and i realized that's like the most horrible question you can ask <laughs> people who have been playing together for months uh but you know they, <laughs> they really like they they locked uh they've locked in for sure and joey i think that's an important like kind of thing you, you mentioned there like when Jeff's really doing his job, sometimes you don't even notice he's there. Yeah. To a lot of percussionists, when you notice the percussionists, it's most likely because of a mistake. Right. Like it's when they're off time or they're like playing an instrument that you might not want to hear and like, or they're just too loud. That's a big problem with a lot of percussionists I find, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. To, I mean, and like the point where I notice, and we'll get to that later, but like during Empress is when Jeff's going crazy on the congas. That's one of my favorite like Jeff moments too, but yep. Yep. All right. You yeah. Keep going. So, All right. Yeah, I guess we should keep going. <laughs> I know, right. I know we're going to cross post this video. So <laughs> you still try. You still um, trying to cross post this video? We're going to give away lifetime goose tickets today. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Share, like, share, subscribe. Um, so yeah, time to flee opener. Fantastic, tremendo. Um, what came next? I don't even know where I am now. WS Walcott. Greg is knee deep in meta business suite, mm-hmm. everybody. Which, is, <laughs> which I will say, it is a piece of shit. I, yeah. You know, I, I, just a piece of shit. But anyway, yeah, WS Walcott, great cover of theirs. Another band cover. They do the band, obviously, everybody knows very, very well. Um, and Walcott's one of a fan favorite. I haven't yeah. heard that song in a long time. Yeah, they really scaled back with the Walcott. But it's, I mean, that's a gem. That's a oh, real. Uh, I like it early too. I feel like I didn't the last jam one, this one though. 
Yeah, yeah quick seven minutes. But I think yeah. the last one I remember, that was actually – no, they didn't play it at Sculpture Park. That was Don't Do It. Yeah. No, so um, not, Yeah. It's, one of my favorites is St. Louis, though. That's because yeah. that show starts off with the funky Madavan. Then yeah. it goes Walcott into something back it's into a, Walcott. 12. Into Drive 2. 12 yep. 12 or something? 12 13. No. 12 11. 12 11. 12 11. 19. So that was that was the pandemic. That was this show while riding my bike. I would just go nonstop. Yeah. That was a great yeah. show. Was a Shout great out Arcadia, to Brower. Loves that show. I think there's a good um, no rain in that. Yeah, well, yeah, really yeah, a lot no of good rain. covers. Yeah, yeah, really. There's a 19 show, minute no rain. Every little yeah. thing she does is magic. What's up? One of my nice. favorite covers. Make uh, the move. The one, John one and I more. left multiple boxes of merch at that venue. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't blame either of us for that. It was, you know, we put it somewhere where it was hidden and it was safely hidden. You hit um, it from yourself. I know. I know how that goes. Yeah, correct. Yep. You know, it's just a high level of quality when we were doing merch. So, yeah. Um, yep. but then, yeah, flow down up next. It's kind of like they they eased into the show with time to flee and Walcott, starting to pick up the pace of the flow down. Um, and I love the intro to flow down. Now they've they've been extending that intro for, since 2019, mm-hmm. and it's just fantastic. The stuff they come up with. This was a what you would call probably a more standard one given some of the flow downs that they that they broke out last year that were epic um and a famous hit of a hunger sight tease in the intro Joe. yeah i i threw I that in the that. notes I, I don't think it it didn't happen but there's one note i think peter was laying the ground with the keys and like rick was just like toying with the first note of hunger sight but doing a little i don't know i'm not a guitar player i can't tell you exactly think, what was going on but maybe the same note yeah, maybe. sure. If it, anyone who plays an instrument in the comments, let us know what key flow down is in, maybe and also hunger set. Where's Ryan Storm? He's at camp. Um, um, Neil Bose, Bozeman did have a good wall caught. That's right. I just try to block those shows out of my mind because oh, I should have been at those shows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bozeman. <laughs> um, yeah, but definitely good shows and a good wall caught there too. Um, so then after flow down, life on the shelf. <laughs> that we don't hear that often amongst some of the new Peter songs that are epic bangers. This is a little slower, um, you know, a little more of a sing song kind of song, but it Peter's, I, that's why I was listening to it. I just wanted to listen to hear how Peter's improved. Cause you can hear it on a lot of his songs that he leads vocals on and this, they still they haven't played in a while. And it's, you know, it, it's, uh, it, I wouldn't say a fan favorite per se. I think a lot of people like it, yes. you know, Yet, but he did sound. I mean, you can hear how much smoother the delivery is now mm-hmm. on it, and and you know, just they always find ways to develop these songs even subtly without totally changing the arrangement. That makes them, you know, when you hear them again and again and again, you just start to it, they start to find a groove with them or a place for them. Um, and I think they're getting there with this, but you know, a good way to kind of keep the vibe going for an early set. You know, mm-hmm. kind of a slower, kept these, uh, you know, ebbs and flows, but a little bit of a vibey first set. I mean, yeah, you say slower though, but like, I always forget Life on the Shelf has that like build into that mm-hmm. like wild Rick solo. Right. It's like one of the it more just, rocking songs they have. Kind of funny. It's kind yeah, of like, I always um, forget. 
it's kind of like Bob Don or Seekers 2, where these songs to me are very reminiscent of classic rock songs, where the, you're getting, you're, you're going to get that. It's a tight song, but you're going to get that sick sort of soaring solo out of it every time. And it's going to be two minutes. It might not be an exploratory jam, but it's going to rip, you know, every yeah. time. It's, it, and and it, there was a lot of that back in the day in studio classic rock tracks. But, um, you know, th that's what always those, those songs and those little like interludes and those songs remind me of. They yeah, do that a lot. I mean, I feel like, and I don't, I don't remember what interview it was last week. I feel like it may have been Rolling Stone or one of those articles. No big deal. Um, <laughs> that uh, nice name you know, Peter, <laughs> Peter was talking about like how hard Rick has worked on his vocals mm -hmm. and how that's really inspired him and it's really inspired Jeff. And I, I think like stuff like Life on the Shelf. Redbird, it really is a testament to how much Peter's grown um, vocally. Like yeah, and writing. And writing-wise. Yeah. Redbird yeah. is a more mature and more complicated song than people realize. I think it's also hard to it's hard to sing, you know? And I, so, know, yeah, man. I guess I do <laughs> say that. It's, okay, <laughs> are you going to start burning out here? Uh, me, I'll say it. We'll get, we'll get there. That'll be, that'll be, someone gets the trivia <laughs> question right today. You get to hear me sing. Redbird. Actually, it's a good time to mention what our what our our prize is going to be today. Um, oh, we have a giveaway. Okay, let's yeah, go. we've got uh, the newest edition of Relics Magazine cover story. Goose the band signed copy of Relics. Ooh, featuring Ooh. Goose. Signed, signed by, of course, signed by, by the three members of the Great Beyond. No, uh, oh, we're yeah. going to have the band <laughs> sign it this weekend. Uh, that'll be our giveaway. Um, stick around if you like autographs. Word on the street is Ben just draws a picture of a potato. Um, so if you'd like to know that or more, stick around. Um, so where are we? Life on the shelf, and then drive. Drive one. Jive. Picking the energy back up. You know. So I saw I saw like a, a Twitter thread. Unfortunately, I was on Twitter. Oh, it's, um, and I think someone at Scoy maybe was talking about uh, drive two being the best drive. I think that's uh, true. Who said uh, yeah. that? Skoy. Skoy Serious. At Skoy Serious. He tends to talk a lot of uh, shit. Um, but, <laughs> uh, One like, of many. One you know. Many. Um, but he's not the worst anyway. He's, but yeah. it, but it, he's um, a pretty okay guy. Jive 2 is good. I mean, but I, I'm always going to be a Jive 1 guy. Well, Tony and Jive, I can't help mm, it. Um, gotcha. You know. Uh, and plus, like, obviously, Jive Reprise, a.k.a. Drive, Jive Lee, um, three. you know, is, is always great. Um, but definitely like the lyrics and, and just like the vibe of Jive One. And obviously, again, with the ebbs and flows of this set, it just made sense to drop in there. Um, mm -hmm. but that was a but it's a pretty standard one. It's an interesting set. It was almost like you know, much more of a performance style set than in a you know, going crazy improv sort of set. Um, but then breaking out Rosewood Heart to, to close it out. And Rosewood Heart is firmly in the rotation, man. I remember back in the day when I when I was thinking whether or not it was maybe one of my favorite Groove songs. It's still it still is, but they were they were playing it very rarely. And yeah. uh, now, you know, over the last couple of years, it started to take a firm place in the rotation. It's always a big jam when it never was, mm -hmm. um, you know. And they're doing that with some other songs too now, which is cool, which is great. You know, you're going to end up in different places using these different songs, but this is another big Rosewood twenty minutes, you know. And it did, mean, have some, it did have some nice parts to it. That's the thing. It's like Rosewood will go there even when when they don't expect it. You know, it's a complex song. 
we were talking to Ben about it. Like it's one of, he said, it's one of the more complex songs they play. Joe, you're a drummer. Really? You probably know better than me. Um, but I can imagine that syncopation. You can't hear that, but it sounded just like Rosewood. So oh, uh, it did. no, I was like, damn, that's Rosewood. Instantly. instantly. Yeah. So um, Joey, what do you think? Uh, I mean, it's definitely one of those songs that I hate playing on drums. Cause it's just like, it's so, it seems so easy, but it's so difficult. Like there's so many of those moments where they're just like little tiny things that you can't fake your way through. It just mm -hmm. doesn't sound like the song. So yeah. I mean, I love those songs that are just too difficult to play, but, um, yeah, I could see that, but I wanted to ask, was this the song where the dog got up on stage? Is this the right show? The right song? Do you guys remember? Oh, I don't think dog. this is. I don't no, think, I think that was show. it. I think that was, it was. That was a small, small venue. Yeah, because there's oh, there's right, some cheering right. like in the beginning of Rosewood that reminded me like, oh, is this the moment the dog got up on stage? <laughs> and when somebody said, oh, there's a dog on stage, I was like, oh, it's Shasta. Like, but no, um, yeah, no. We can rely Shasta, on experts yeah. in the chat like Neil to confirm yep. for us. So yeah, uh, thank, thank you, Neil. Thank Neil, you, you should have a goose podcast. Yeah, yeah Neil, really have you ever too. thought about that? Um, have you <laughs> ever thought about ad, have yeah. you ever thought about moderating El Goose, Neil? <laughs> anyway, I'll talk to you about that later. Um, this, this is the dog, dog Rosewood. Dogwood. Dogwood. Dog dogwood. Come on, yeah. dog. Mm -hmm. Dogwood. Like what do you call it that from now on? Um, <laughs> all right, so <laughs> set two. Atlas set two. dogs. Oh, funny, funny. There we go. There. Um, uh, Atlas dogs, so very polarizing Atlas dogs because some people didn't like the new intro, the new and the new uh, arrangement, a new arrangement. Yeah, uh, song. I really liked it. I thought it was a new vibe, very Jackson Brownie. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I was trying to put a finger on what it kind of reminded me of. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, that's a good one. It's it's definitely different. <laughs> it's like I, I was kind of struck. You know, I heard I've heard a lot of talk about it. This is the first time I listened to the new arrangement, the version of the new arrangement. And um yeah, it just sounds like a more cohesive song in a way. Mm -hmm. Some of the things that I thought were like a little off-putting about Atlas Dogs to begin with when it when it was new, I you know, I it would have been a totally different uh I would have approached it totally differently if this was the way that they started playing it, I think originally. But then now it does I do kind of miss some of the some of the parts, some of the drumming, you know, of that original version if you could call it that i don't know what is going to be considered the original version for them um Ooh. but you know but yeah you know joey had some good notes on this i mean you yeah. know like the lyrics i didn't even notice the lyrics that lyrical part that you mentioned it's like it's not that the lyrics change it's just kind of they're arranged differently where if you were like writing them down on paper i think you would you know sh <clears throat> shift some lines like down one where it's not like the same stanza or something but like yeah i, I definitely miss the old version um mm -hmm. i like this new version like i definitely like a more upbeat song so i'm fine with it but like there was something about the feel to the original song where it was like this like desperation that they're singing out like the i want to be out there running line mm -hmm. like I, I loved the way they sang the old version so like mm -hmm. you know i'll take either i hope the old one isn't um you know gone forever hopefully they mm -hmm. bring it back at some point yeah, they tend to do that. Yeah, yeah, I doubt it will be, you know. Um, but it is funny how they'll play with these song arrangements, you know, and and sometimes very rapidly, like with Atlas Dogs, they played it a few times, and now they they're playing it differently. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Kind of, it's it's amusing, but you know, it's, it it does keep things interesting, you know, and it and it most importantly keeps it interesting for them. I I definitely have always understood this, and if you're a musician playing these songs hundreds and thousands of times, like 
got to keep things interesting for yourself. It's the most important thing. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to come out and keep creating what they're able to create improvisationally, you know, so many nights. Um, yeah. You know, it just keeps the keeps the well, keeps the fountain running uh, in terms of their creativity, you know. And, and that's and then butter yeah, rum, dude. And butter rum after that. Oh, are you trying to add your book? It was opinion? a horrible segue, but I just want to say that speaking of fountains, which start with the letter F, <laughs> um, Flowdown also starts with uh, the letter F, and it's in the key of F, as well as Hunger Sight does not start right. with the letter F, but it is Quinn in the key of F. Major. And it just so happens that I believe Hunger Sight and Flowdown start on the same note. So when Joey heard a little uh, Hunger Sight uh-huh. tease, it was actually just the first note. Very good relative pitch, Joey. Yeah, no, yeah, no. The, it was it was the first note of hunger sight that like, but I, there's more to it. I'm saying go huh. back, go back, listen you to. You know, of, he's a drummer trying to talk about down. notes. Right. You I tell me, most tell me have an F on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so, thank uh, you, Quinn, for dropping some knowledge on us. Uh, we definitely need help most days. They yeah. never <laughs> named the note F <laughs> anyway. Butter rum. <laughs> butter rum. Anyway, moving on. Maybe it's um, in Quinn. Is butter rum and B? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, B flat talking about Ben singing. Got him. Yes. Peter took it like a little synthy. Um, yeah, little, uh, did, energizing the islands. Did will. that in Lewiston too. Blue, I was like, listen, you know, I was watching the stream, listening, and I was like, they trying to do a transfusion butter rum jam. He mm-hmm. was heavy on it at Lewiston, really heavy right off the bat. It was cool. It was definitely different. It was kind of cacophonous with the rest of the jam that they were doing, but it was it was cool. It was different. And then he kind of like you know kind of peeled it back a little bit. And then this one, he just jumps in a little with it at the beginning of the jam, mm-hmm. um, but then kind of you know peels it back pretty quickly. But it's it's just another one of those songs like Rosewood. Except this is even more recent, you know. Like I, I don't remember them really jamming out of butter rum significantly ever before the Aspen one last year, uh, and then the Aspen one was crazy. And then you know now, now they've just been kind of jamming butter rum. I thought they when they played butter rum as the last song in Lewiston after that great, fantastic second set at our park. Um, I was like, oh, they got butter rum, and <laughs> it's kind of like getting loving cupped, but uh, oh, dude, they they ripped it. And then this one was kind of a similar jam. You know, right, and I, I love that. So it's I guess like it's really just like become the anthem of appropriation. First, it was Calypso, <laughs> and now they're appropriating the culture of Czech discotheques with this synth action. Where when dude, is it going to stop? Here appropriating, yeah. dude. I don't know. Come on, I don't man. know. I don't know. Uh, Somebody's got to talk to him about this. Yeah. You know, it's a bad look. It's bad optics. Uh, this is why we're using our platform for good. Um, so Wisteria, <laughs> followed by Wisteria. Um, awesome, great never go wrong. Like, Second and it went right into the mist. Yeah, smoothly too. I don't know what Joey. If, if you were thinking, because I, I, Joey's writing these notes while I was kind of working on it too. I think we were listening at the same time today. But I thought the Wisterias couldn't. They couldn't like find somewhere to go, and then it, it almost like it was nice, but they just couldn't really find a, a good pocket. And then they kind of just smoothly went into mist, and it was like. Oh, it seemed like that was kind of what they were going for the whole time. But, you know, I don't know. That's how it felt like to me. But love seeing those two songs in the second set. Love seeing Mist come out a lot more lately as well. Yeah. yeah and in that Mist, there was definitely like some kind of arrow scatting from Rick. I wrote in the notes, Sambadio. I don't know what part of Arrow I was thinking of that that's what the lyrics are, but. 
Oh, Rick just be out here <laughs> scatting all the time. You, know, yeah. you can never really tell. <laughs> but there's yeah. definitely like, yeah, in the closing, I guess is the closing chorus um, of Vince of the Mist. Yeah, it at least reminded me of Arrow. So maybe it was, maybe, maybe I just hear teases in my head that don't exist. It was floating on. Um, so, <laughs> oh, was that scanning an F, Greg? <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, I believe this is actually 100% scanning. Um, so Empress, uh, close it up, lock it, load, yep. head out. Um, there is some notes, I think, from Joey here about the dude professing his love to the band. On, yeah, I heard that. I heard that guy. So the the whole show, the crowd mic was so turned up. I don't know if because Peter, I think it was during Butter, almost like I can hear you guys. Like I don't know if he was just hearing a bunch of great things from the crowd, but the crowd was so loud during the in this whole soundboard. So maybe it was it was such a small venue that it was this, but yeah, that was the peak for. I was like, this is like. At first, I was a little annoyed, but then I was like, oh my god, this is great. It was right, right. I mean, it was like. I, that was just super cool. I mean, it could have easily gone like sideways, you know. Imagine <laughs> yeah. if it was like, man, this is like I'm just going back to like you know Dave concerts or whatever. Like this sucks, you know. Imagine if that was just yeah. like broadcast. Uh, Rick can't scat could... like Dave, you know. Yeah. 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 An F, you know, and it's like Dave can't stop teasing Arrow. Guys. Yeah, so guys, you know, I mean, it's um, good. It's good that it was positive. Uh, maybe yeah, they yeah, should yeah. do that. Maybe they should just have the crowd mics turned up so that they can hear it in their in, in ears. And like during the last song of the show, you just get immediate feedback. From the crowd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I heard that's what they want. Everyone front row on the rail, give yeah. them your feedback during quiet bass oh, solos. Oh, God. That's what they want. <laughs> yep, oh, it's God. like either that or take your shirt off, take your pick. Um, so closing... we did get some of that towards the end of that soundboard. Oh, though, but I remember that... oh, yeah. yelling at Peter to take his shirt off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, so yeah. we moved on. I love but... how that has like taken on, on a, it's a, it's like a life of its own. It's like, insane. Take your out. It's, like, it's insane yeah. how it has. Bro. Yeah, and like you know, nobody... it doesn't pop up as much now, though. Thank God. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, moving on. You know, we talked a lot about Wilmington. I thought the rally show. Um, that they played the next night on Wednesday, which we're talking about how hot it was and everything. But they, I thought that it was a really interesting show. A lot of people loved it. A lot of people were there, were loving it. A lot of people on the stream were loving it. And I, you know, I thought it was kind of another vibey show, a little bit slower, but it was really, you're kind of listening back to some, some specific things. It was, it was really well put together and really well played show all around. Um, and they did kind of start off again. I think these early sets, are you you can you know what you're getting from goose when the sun's still out they're going to be playing something more vibey you know uh and but starting off with hunger sight which does have some good energy i think it's a great opener too because it's a big song every time you know yeah it's the same thing as like time to flee where you hear those opening notes and it's all right Mm. light up cloud of smoke let's go the only notes that i had on this (laughs) uh because i may have been so Preoccupied Raleigh, with business suite, and you know, Raleigh rhymes with Mahali and Holly, which is kind of crazy phonetically. Like, you what? know, if you look at how the spelling Raleigh, Mahali, Holly, you know, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Okay. I gotta, I gotta get back. To I mean, we can talk about words. I, I, I don't have my. Well, I gotta cleanse myself. Have we jumped the shark? Um, yeah, I gotta <laughs> cleanse myself in the waters of Sunset Lake and get my head. <laughs> yeah, dude, um, you need CBD. I can tell. 
I am feeling a little inside out, which is the second song of the set. Uh, uh, great spoon cover, um, which also rhymes with moon. Which oh, Neil took you took heat for publicly loving the show too much. Oh, it's you know, dude, that's because Ryan, you know, Ryan's a bully. I know that. I know Jive Goose be bullying out there. Mm-hmm. You don't let them bully you, you know. Hey man, um, you need a new podcast. Yeah, yeah, got this. you, dog. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I just it's my always. I'm used to certain goose shows and, and, and there are certain things that I love the most about, about goose and, and certain things that they do when they play. And so that's why I always get struck by these shows that sometimes I'm like not maybe feeling that much and other people are loving it, you know, and it starts to get me to listen differently though, um, which I like, which I liked about being on the stream that night because I did start to listen differently and you know, they're trying to do different things. And again, those early sets are always a similar sort of vibe and inside out kind of kept set, set that vibe. I love this cover. I don't hear this cover that often. They kind of keep it in a very good, like semi rotation, um, good slot for it right after a big hunger site, you know? Um, and they just kind of, kind of sets the mood for the show and then leads right into butterflies. Yeah. Who doesn't Russo yep. really? That's <laughs> you know? Russo. Um, we share the same interests. Hey, Nick, <laughs> so butterflies, new tune, or well, not a new tune, but a uh, great blue tune, um, yeah. which new yeah. rhymes with blue. Um, so uh, I'll pass it off. But yeah, butterflies, man, I, he premiered this with great blue oh, God with another song. I can't remember. And both songs slapped uh, pretty hard. And then, um, but yeah, this is, is this the first time playing it with, Oh no, Ledge of Alice. Uh, first time yeah. playing it with Goose. You were there, Bruce. Jeez. Yo, I was, but, but were you, know, you? you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, <laughs> But this one was one you know, I could listen to it a little more closely, <laughs> and it was real. It's really sick. It's a really good song. Again, Peter making some of these, writing some of these more psychedelic, transcendent kind of songs like Redbird and Butterflies and stuff. And and I like, I love it. You know, and it's like we talked about before, Greg. Like the elevation of Peter's not only skills playing keys, but singing and writing. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's all been contributing to you know the band continually growing. It's it's really cool to see. Yeah, it's got a really cool hook too. It gets stuck in your head, like a lot of Peter songs. It just gets really stuck in your head easily. With like, it's such a hard thing to do when you're writing a song. But like, yeah, like you said, like there's a little more complexity than just standard. Like, all right, we're gonna play four chords, and the stanzas are gonna be the exact same the entire time. This like switches it up, and like that solo where I, I guess it's Rick is doing like whatever effects pedal that is, where it's basically the notes are going backwards, like they're kind of coming like into the speaker rather than coming out. Yeah. yeah. It's like I wrote in the like Sergeant Pepper era Beatles, like just sounds like uh, an album backwards. It sounds so cool. I just saw I just saw that note, and that's that's actually that's yeah, exact spot on. You know, that's what I was thinking when I wrote psychedelic on there. That's spot spot on. Um and then another great song, you know, people are saying a new song and it's turbulence and the night rays, right? We heard numerous times with a pseudo. Um but you know, I talked to John about this. They sound check this. And I might not have told this story already. They sound check this at Legend Valley. And John turns to me and he's like, you know, he's like, when was the last time you heard this? I was like, I don't fucking know. Never. <laughs> and he's like, dude, it's turbulence. They changed the arrangement. Yeah. And it's yeah, 100 percent sold. 100% I'm 100 percent sold in the new turbulence. And I said to John, I was like, you know, it always was one of the Fusudo songs I didn't love as much as some of the others. 
Um, and some of our friends felt differently, but you know, I didn't love it. It felt kind of awkward. John, and I was like about to say, and John was like, yeah, it kind of felt awkward. Like finish my son. And I was like, that's exactly it with this new arrangement. It's much smoother. You know, it's a much more cohesive song. Kind of like, I feel like, you know, when they turn that style with Atlas dogs, it kind of made it a little bit more cohesive maybe in my mind. Although, you know, that's, that's just me listening, but, um, turbulent slaps now. I really love it. Love to see it back in the rotation too. Exactly. Uh, and like, I feel like what they're doing with turbulence now is like, I always thought it was a really good song, but they couldn't really nail it. Right. And this is Vasudo. Uh, but like they, I feel like have grown so much as musicians that they're playing what they heard the song could be. If that makes definitely. sense. De oh, definitely. With Rick, it definitely does. All of these songs have turned into any of the songs that he's willing to play a lot. And especially the songs he's willing to record have gotten to the point that he is kind of feels like they're kind of complete. Now they might change them after that, but you know, that's the point where he's feeling comfortable about playing them. Cause talk to him about other songs that, you know, just sit in the back burner for a while because he's trying to tweak them. I mean, this mm -hmm. old C was one of them. There's a, there's a, it burns within was another, you know, there's a lot of these Western sun, even there's a lot of these songs that were just on the back burner forever until he could get them to sound right. You know, and arrow was another one of them too so it's like mm -hmm. it just arrow took a long time and, and that's another one like joey was talking about the complexity of rosewood a lot of little changes a lot of little you know timing things that are tough arrow was another one i saw him rehearse that before they played it and they were going over some very little things that they just kept you know having to try to tweak and and an arrow eventually kind of became a much different song altogether from that point on so um it's just interesting that's how he's always seemed to work you know um, but again, it's great to see it now. Uh, and then turbulence, keeping that indie groove going into a werewolf song, uh, mm -hmm. as, as it were <laughs> werewolf sound for all of you out there who are just listening. Now watch the video. Oh, uh, you should have seen the, like the facial impression though. Greg just did. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's a werewolf. I, yeah. That's, a, I, that's yeah, scary yeah, as fuck. Yeah, nervous that Greg was changing. I had to look out to see the moon's <laughs> shining. Yeah. Finally, so, I can grow a beard. Um, so, <laughs> where will yes, Rising was sick, but I want to talk about this Madhavan. Like, wait, 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 no, what? you can't okay. blow but past no, Silver right, Rising. Low, 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 Sorry, Joey's got so, you know, Silver Rising. So, this is like why I love the old Atlas dogs. It's got that same vibe of like there's so much emotion, and like, oh, when the instrumentals cut out, and it's just Rick say that moment in uh. Westville, when it was just like the one little green light going behind him. Oh, I love this song, dude. Yeah. All right, now go, Modify. All right, great. So, um, Silver Rising, <laughs> love it. Good, good song. Night. I want to talk about this Modify because, like, I want to talk about this Modify because, <laughs> like, I love to have hasty takes, uh, as they say, uh, but I like. I, a lot of people were saying the people were saying that it was the greatest monologue ever. Yeah. Oof. Disagree. Hard disagree. Great song. Three distinct jam sections. Um, vibe was a 10, but I do not agree that it was the best monologue ever. Well, thank you. Thank you for clearing that air. I still respect Because I was Silver concerned Rising. that you agreed with that. No way. No way. Oh, okay. Absolutely okay. not. Okay. No, no. Um, what, was, like, what was the, what was the greatest mod of on ever? The one you were at? 
You don't know about that show. Well, Joey. <laughs> was it, <laughs> was it someone from <laughs> South Farms <laughs> or some bullshit? You're not, not old enough. Okay, uh, so I'll the one from South Farms is not bullshit, first of yeah, all. Yeah, it's not bullshit at all. Right? Uh, 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 got, one from, attendance, got one from attendance bias. The one from Swayze is is slapping. Does everybody forget that 1020 that 10320 Audubon that slapped? I don't. I, I don't. I was in, I was yeah. standing in line for a porta potty and remember how much that slapped, you know? So there you go. I mean, uh, I feel like there were also yeah, some Garrett like older models. 10320 or 61921. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was the from, the from Ledge of Valley night two last year. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely a magnifique. Yeah. I will say um, that, Bruce, you were talking about Metal Rick. You were talking to Blimpy Man about it. And like yeah. this was. I this is when I was like, oh, the whole band got metal. Like it, Ben on drums, like he never plays this just like slow fucking rock and beat. But he so, wants to, you know, and that's some oh, yeah. that's that's what he can do with elephant proof that it's nice to bring in to goose. And yeah. you know, Rick had mentioned wanting to go a little darker, um, uh, like this this kind of run, you know. I, I don't know, it's just feel he's just feeling that vibe and um Blimpy Main, aka Matt Kalinsky. The band's manager, he had mentioned he's like, yeah, Rick loves it when I call him Metal Rick. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's been, but yeah. it's but it's true. I mean, it sounds a little bit like Metal Rick, and it's been very very cool to hear it dropped in. You know, um, almost nightly. Um, not not really much at Wilmington, but you know, they've been doing it a bunch this run. It was too hot in Wilmington for him to be metal. Yeah, everyone yeah. melted. Um, he was dehydrated. So I wanted to say this now. Also, uh, I will be Metal Rick for Halloween. Agreed. So do not take my idea. Uh, I'm going to be Metal Rick for Halloween. That's, you should think uh, about being a werewolf for Halloween. Yeah, you like that down pat, dude. You have that down pat. Yeah, I <laughs> don't need to be uh, for that. Come on. That's scary, that's dude. That's <laughs> what the wolves are out, I'll tell you. Um, so, I'll be Metal Rick for Halloween. Thank you. Um, All right, well, good luck, you know. And it's and funny because be I'm inspired by a completely different model. Um, so I think it was really great, distinct sections, hard hitting metal bliss, but it just like, I don't know. It just wasn't the most cohesive Madhavan that like spoke to me. I I Um, agree. I agree. You know, I'm surprised uh, people were even saying that, but you know, it's kind of cool that some, something quite different from some of my tastes, you know, and that's what I've seen with a lot of these things that other people might love, you know, and it does just mm -hmm. as, get me to listen to it differently and um you know maybe go back and reassess you know what i had thought from from the get but again you know this whole show i kind of was like ah is it is you know is it good and uh do what you know but it 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 was i just think some of it wasn't you know it definitely this monovan definitely wasn't one of the best but you know maybe in maybe in the top tier but i don't know Oh man, I was I had the thought during it. I was like, "Is this the greatest Madhavan ever?" So when you said some people said it, it makes me feel a little bit better. I don't know. I would have to go back. Like I'm always well. Like, you're just wrong. Like last... those other people, though, Joey. Right. I, don't, I don't feel too good about it. You know, <laughs> you know. Don't agree with the boss. Um, no, but I'm one of those. Like the last one is always the best one. Like every show I walk out of, I'm like that was the greatest show I ever saw. Yeah. But like just because you're fresh off of it, so I don't know I if I went back and listened to you know the Spotify's that you guys were at, which are all the best Madhavans ever. Maybe I'll feel the same way, but you know, most of the best. Yes. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. Let's talk Joey, about the rest of the show that apparently sucked. Neil, oh, okay. Neil, Neil loves the, the Raleigh Madhavans. So have fun on that, on their podcast, <laughs> which we love, uh, but you're off now. Um, so just 
It's all good. Um, no, we can't lose Joey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never be here again. We um, will have no podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bruce, what did they play? Uh, yeah. All right, so <laughs> um, they played a, a uh, harmonic minor ode to Bruce's high school assistant principal. Ah, uh, yes. So, you know, honestly, and it's funny, he literally got hired, I don't know, two years after I left the high school or something like that. Bob, um, Bob so Don. I never, I never had, and yeah, Bob Don, Robert. Um, but, uh, you know what? I'm glad they made a, you know, a stellar ode to him. Everybody loves Bob Don. I love it. Um, we talked about those ripping solos that they inject. He was Russo's demon. I had problems with Silliberti, man. Me and her were, you know, that was, she put on, she strapped on those sneakers and would come suspend me for half a day often. So that was how that worked. But yeah, I never had that. <laughs> AB coming straight from the underground. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it, it was real in Wilton High School in Central Wilton. What did um, you get suspended but, for? Yeah. One time I one time I threw a broken hockey stick across the gym, the field house when there was a class going on. It wasn't at anybody. And then I went to go smoke <laughs> weed and then came back and I was suspended. Um, so what was it? The hockey stick or the weed? I, I the hockey, you know, it was just, yeah, it was, you know, it was a mix of things, but either way, those are memories I've compartmentalized safely away in my brain and mm-hmm. uh, don't intend to bring them back up often. Um, but arrow. <laughs> coming yeah. Up next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no pots and pans in this arrow. Unfortunately, no, no, yeah, no, no I'm waiting for them to drop a truckload of them on stage one of these days. But, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, no confetti, yeah. just pots and pans that are going to be raining yeah. in the skies at Radio City. Yeah, maybe some utensils. Wow, you sound like a werewolf again. I, I, I wasn't I'm, looking, you know, we're, <laughs> we're multi talented animals, he's so. changing during the show, everyone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, so definitely Flames, uh, great arrow. I was too busy, just like in my feelings about Monavon. To really absorb anything. Well, like, oh yeah. So I had a note here, surprising, but um, <laughs> about pots and pans again. Um, but people were talking about that in the stream, and this user mentioned that Lawrence, uh, who's opening for them, the Greek. I think are they open? They're opening for them in another show as well, right? Greg, I don't know. Is, this, is that the only one? So uh, they're opening at the Greek, um, and they have horns players in Lawrence. So. Maybe people in LA for that show in August might get a album style version of Arrow. Never know. Never know. It'd be cool to see live. Um, maybe for some people. <laughs> uh, right. Depends. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um. Um, but definitely, you know, second set, uh, much kind of much different than the first, and that's where you see those early sets versus the nighttime sets. Like it's almost like the band's energy changes just automatically as well. So then you got big songs, Rippers, Bob Don, Arrow. And then Redbird. Um, Time for the bird to fly. Yeah. Another big Peter song, man. This, Pancakes, Butterflies, they're all crushing right now and and big fan favorites and, um, you know, things that are keeping the momentum and the hype going for the band. So a lot of kudos to Peter for writing some of these big tracks, you know, that are just huge jam vehicles for the guys too. Yeah. Yeah, That's what he does best. He just writes massive jam vehicles. That like are really starting to you're really starting to realize it with like the fact that time to flee you know yeah. which wouldn't be a jam vehicle without Bruce of course we know that story yeah right oh yeah I've told that story <laughs> a lot <laughs> <laughs> but like um, this, this, it's just all the potential is always there which like again it's just uh it's got to be hard to do sure I can do it 
Moonrise being underrated, Kevin Kelly mentioned in the chat. But yeah, that's because, I mean, they've really only played that acoustic with a rebel. Yeah, right? a so like, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. If, if they pull out, so there's a bunch of songs that they played acoustic with a rebel that, you know, we're, we're going to see, we have, we're going to probably see with goose one of these days. So we'll see what that radio city did. Acoustic. Sets. Acoustic. Acoustic. Yeah. You're right. Good, good possibility. We see some, and it's, it's on the band. album, right? Is it moonrise on the moonrise on the album? album? Yeah. Which comes out this Friday. June 24th. Oh. Um gonna be great. Gonna be great. Um very, very excited. Get your vinyls, ladies and gentlemen. Stream it on Spotify. Buy it yeah. on Napster. Get them get them signed uh, on uh on Saturday. Yeah, uh, yeah, got a pop-up Saturday. Guess I don't know how pop-up it is if you announce it two weeks before, but it's popping up. So pop up. It's a rough I gotta go to Rough Trade anyway, pick up my record, so there you go. All right. So, so yeah, uh, get them, get get them signed. And it's, for people who don't know, Rough Trade is no longer in Brooklyn. Just make sure right. you know that before you subway yeah. down there. Well, thank you, Joey, for that. To everyone who doesn't I, I, live I, in Brooklyn, no one cares. No, no one. I, I, I have how many buddies. Brooklyn listeners do we have? At uh, least one. Oh, what? our, our manager is listening. Our manager is listening. Hey, Kathleen, from Brooklyn, New York. All right, so we still have a show. So yeah. after Redbird, again, Drive. Arrow Redbird Drive. Big, big, big. A lot of big songs in the second set. Love to see it. Um, and I thought this Drive was kind of, you know, one of the better segments of the show. Butterflies, Monavon, and Drive were the highlights for me. And, uh, yeah, this Drive crushed some bluesy, some bluesy parts, you know, kept the energy going with the driving jam. I don't know if they fi- – I don't think – I don't know if they finished this Drive. Um so they haven't finished games. a drive in like a year and a half. It feels We're like they haven't been finished. Bus driver. <laughs> well, they don't got to drive anymore. <laughs> 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 they never got to finish the drive. <laughs> well, it must be yeah, nice, you know? Me, I'm getting myself to the shows still. That's it. And it's wow. Right. Um, Barely anyway. finishing the drive still. Um, <laughs> or finish, um, I don't know. So, so ready. Best ready out. <laughs> <laughs> to Bruce, Bruce's notes, good version, comma standard. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else there, Bruce? Um, let me check. There was a space between the comma, a white space between the comma and standard, and that's pretty much all that there was. To this so uh, ready. I didn't um, get this you know, far in the soundboard, so I, I have no idea. Oh Jesus! But yeah, I mean, it was it was a good way to end it. You know, it was a good way to end a really good second set. I felt like, and then coming out and encoring with California Magic, which is a song I I really love, a new song I absolutely love, um, is a good spot for it. I think too, um, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I like this drive too. Yeah, it was a little shorter, um, but uh, you know, because they're not finishing them anymore. They're they're lazy. Um, but yeah, so good show, good show overall for sure. I understand why it got a lot of the praise from people that it did. And really the, that's the main thing, you know, and a lot of people that were there were loving it. So people on the stream were loving it. People that were loving it. And that's, that's, that's you. what you want to see, you know? And then we really get into something good here with Bonnaroo. Um, yes. I think, yes. You know, I'm super. So this Bonnaroo set was what Friday night late or it was Friday, Saturday yeah. so morning, Friday night. Exactly. Saturday morning, depending on, um, you know, how you count? If you How you tell glass time? Have, <laughs> glass half empty, glass half full. Um, yeah. So Bonnaroo, we've all been right, Joey. Have you been to Bonnaroo? Nope. 
so uh bruce and i've been uh bruce the first time we went was 1976 i went in 2009 um that, that so, was the bicentennial year <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yeah um so nice bruce um so awesome to see the guys on the farm uh this has been try been trying to make this happen for a long time um i'm just clicking on comments but it was not just off of times square no he's talking about rough trade oh got it okay um <laughs> so i mean just clicking on comments over here folks <laughs> and engaged here go um Kevin, Hulu interesting point here. Kevin, Kevin. Um, oh yeah, Home Alone. Um, home Alone so, reference. I got it. Thank you. Uh, very, very good today. <laughs> I do think that this was the quintessential festival set. Yeah, I it was. No, if it was the set that Sweetwater deserved. No, no. I mean, no. Yeah, they did because I was there and I deserved this set, and I wasn't a Bonnaroo and didn't get it. But that's the only reason. But go ahead. What were you going to say? That, coming from a guy that hasn't been to Bonnaroo. So, um, set, <laughs> like, I think Bonnaroo is such a massive festival compared to Sweetwater, right? Sweetwater was huge. Sure, you Sweetwater could, you know, get into the hullabaloo of, of... Coming from a guy who wasn't at Sweetwater. Yeah, right back at you. More, there might have That's been more fine. people at Sweetwater than Bonnaroo this year. <laughs> Let's not turn on each other. There were not more people <laughs> no, that's what the people at Sweetwater want. than Bonnaroo. There were not. They're like Bonnaroo is way bigger than Sweetwater. I heard people five did, million people were at the goose set at Sweetwater. Five million so. people were at the yeah. goose set. Um, but That's I think well here's the thing Bonnaroo, <laughs> there's a little bit more universality to the audience. Sweetwater is jam heavy. You know, if you play too yeah. many of the hits, they're going to be like, oh, these guys know the pentatonic scale, man. You only like, have 15 songs in the catalog. Too. You know, man. whereas Bonnaroo, you want to give them the hot tea. Take them to Organos and also work in the song Arcadia. Um, so, <laughs> like, I think, I think, I really think, like, there's, um, Joey, I think you deserved it. Uh, I think you deserved no. this set. I think you deserved this set. Um, no, and, and one point, too, is that the fact that this was a late night set and, like, this is the, the, all every single song is, I imagine, in the dark and bright lights. Yeah, man, and the right. lights look, and you know, and they're in this big like pop up tent, you know, and the lights looked sick. They had a lot of people in there, man, and keeping the energy up. I think they started a little late, unsurprisingly, maybe, but you know, they they come out firing with hot tea, animal drip field, slow ready into fish in the sea, which is just maybe the slowest part of the whole set, but a fire excellent segment. When you, when you combine those two, it's just this thick, heavy dance segment for a long time. And an Arcadia creatures, arrow electric Avenue, which, you know, in the right spots. And like Greg was saying, Bonner, you're trying to reach a lot of people. You don't know who's going to be showing up this set. Everybody knows the song, you know? So you just hit them with a ton of, you just hit them with a bunch of originals. You got Fish in the Sea, which is one of everybody's favorite covers. Another original, 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 and an Electric Avenue, just to like ease people into a big closer with Empress. Dude, I, I think it's perfect. I agree with Neil. Can't wait. Wish they dropped the video. I wish they dropped a video premiere tonight. Would have been awesome. Would have happily just watched that instead of doing the podcast. But, you know, we're here. 
for everyone. And um, but, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very excited. Very excited to hear this. You watched it a little though. So, okay. Right, right? I want to give a big shout out to Teal and Todd for streaming the set. Um, I had no, like, well, I did have an expectation that maybe someone would stream because I posted at three in the morning from our Facebook page. But, like, it's hot at Bonnaroo. It's, like, the morning, right? It's 2 a.m. there. And your phone is probably dead, if you're me, because you're responsible. <laughs> your phone's like, definitely dead at that point. So is Russo's. Thousands of people, maybe millions, people are saying, uh, packed into this tent. And you've got to hold up a phone. And he did most of the show. Like, MVP goes to Teal and I hit him up. I was like, yo. You're the man. I'm going to send you some merch. I've heard that from you before. Uh, I'm going to send you some merch. I was going to hit him make with a lot like of promises. Some, <laughs> some goat stuff. I was going to hit him with like like a 2019 print because um, I thought like that is fucking awesome that he took the time to do it. Uh, I even asked for more totem at one point, and he he showed me some totem of a person sitting next to him. Um, and oh, yeah. so, you know, Dylan, hit me up. You want that? Yeah, man. And we appreciate it. Obviously, a lot of fans have have stuck their neck out and tried to stream places um, when the band hasn't been. And that has always been huge. I've taken advantage of a lot of those. We do for the podcast. We can listen in um, sometimes. So we appreciate everybody for doing that. And and definitely Teal and agree with Greg, man. The it's that is a very hard situation to be holding up your phone in uh, for that long to stream. So um, definitely shout out to Teal and man. That's awesome. Neil, Neil 2.0 um out there yeah doing god's work man for the fans so we appreciate all that for sure um and yeah definitely just dying for the show to come out would have loved to listen to it before tonight and i definitely would have tried to squeeze it in because i'm excited to hear this but i'm really most excited that they came out and crushed bonner dude like you said it's a long time coming they weren't they weren't able to go last year and it's kind of a diminished crowd this year but they they filled that tent completely had people standing outside in the back uh, and and by all accounts, they crushed it. So it's great to see, great to hear. Also getting on stage the night before with Andy, they looked loose, dude. The guys looked happy. They looked like they were having fun, which is great to see. Trevor in the hot dog hat with hot dogs in his hands. Love to see it. Peter playing with pigeons the day after. Rick playing in the Super Jam. I mean, I just love that the guys were getting around and having fun and you know doing things with other musicians, man. It, it's just great to see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have to say, it looks like the team had an incredible time that weekend, which is well-deserved after this this run. You know, to wrap it up with, with Radio City after a little week of, week off is incredible. Um, Bonnaroo is a special place. And, I, yeah, I want to talk about Rick hitting the Super Jam with Jack Antonoff. Um, for those of you who don't know, Jack Antonoff is a uh, – I mean, he's a musician. He's a producer. Um, he was in the band Fun um, about 10 years ago. They came out with that song, We Are Young. Um, he also is in Bleachers, uh, was in the indie band Steel Train, and he's produced for Taylor Swift, Lord, St. Vincent, Florence and the Machine, Lana Del Rey, Carly Rae Jepsen, The Chicks, formerly The Dixie Chicks, Tegan and Sarah. Um, oh, Greg, how do you know all this? Man, man, got that Wikipedia up on the big screen. Yeah, no, Yo, Greg's no, had some no, shit no, open no. on that computer. I know it. Mm-hmm. I know it. <laughs> I had my eyes closed. I could do it again. Ah, people's uh, yeah. So he just knows uh, his facts, people. 
it's a big deal. And the the theme of the Super Jam was 1984, uh, which is the year that Jack Antonoff was born on March 31st in Bergenfield, New Jersey. And uh, he, wow. so a lot of good songs. And there happens to be some crossover of songs from 1984 that Goose has yeah. covered, including Take On Me. And so yep. Rick, like, ripped the Take On Me. I heard. That's what I heard. Uh, yeah. And just had this moment there. So um, that's Excellent. great. Um, Love to hear that. It's really cool. Too. Yeah. I mean, Rick Simmons, dude, Rick, you know, it's been, it's rare that Rick sits in and then now he's had a bunch. And when he sat in, I, I can tell you at the DJ logic show at park city, which still to this day blows me away. One of the, be- uh, one of the best shows I've seen this year. I've seen so many good shows. that shows crazy good. Rick Sinnon was fire, you know, Rick and Rob Compa were going at it so well, fitting together so well. Um, and it was so dark and spooky and long and it was just so, I was awesome. You know, I love seeing Rick getting out there and playing with these other musicians now, man. And, and like I said, especially at Bonner, you're getting a lot of, a lot of people looking at you that haven't seen you or heard you play potentially. And I like that they really made the most of it. You know, I really love yeah, that. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, it's like, there's so many artists playing, you know, like to, yeah. to, look at that schedule and see who they're next to. It's like, you know, Disclosure, Goose, Illenium, which I was like, why is there a tribute to Will Smith's <laughs> seminal album? Um, <laughs> like, you know, to see all of this, like on one night, you know, King Giz is there and then to have homies like Pigeons there, but even like, right. you know, Machine Gun Kelly, like hacking away at guitar, who I opened for in 2011, no big deal. MBT. Um, yeah, no biggie. Uh, it's like, it's it's amazing. It's an amazing thing, and the fact that they fit right in at that festival and were able to have a huge crowd. When frankly, like it went from a jam festival to being purchased by Live Nation and becoming a massive pop kind of cultural spectacle, you know, to, to really be occupying that mm-hmm. space um, and carrying that—that's a weight to carry. You know, that's the original. That's the original Bonnaroo torch. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm. jam bands and uh or like indie group whatever you want to call it so yeah. i think uh i think it's a big thing i think it's a big moment i hope it becomes uh kind of a new home for them um because i i would like to take joey there but <laughs> yeah yeah joey needs to feel the pain that i felt into. Uh, yes <laughs> I, had, yeah. I had to save some days off and some travel money for peach um diesel johnny brought up a good point that killing moon did they haven't played anything that from that 2020 Halloween show, I don't think no. they've replayed they a single need, cover from that need, show. They need to play Notorious again. Yeah, <laughs> they have to play Notorious again. It was sick. It was absolutely yeah. sick. Killing was, Moon, I would take though for sure. Uh, maybe yeah, we get it acoustic. Maybe we get it acoustic this weekend. That would be cool. Head over heels too. That whole yeah show. Yep, it was great. I remember not being like super thrilled about like finding out it was Donnie Darko, but like. They play it so well. They play 80s covers so well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely but. do. Absolutely do. And Dave, Billy String sitting in a room would have been cool, but I'm, I have, I definitely have a feeling there's going to be some some cool interactions between the guys and, and Billy in the future, you know, and it, it, it's inevitable, I think. They both have respect for each other. And of course, you know, of course, Billy Strings is amazing considering with anybody um could play anything so I, I i would expect some cool stuff to come in the future i i, I hope personally 
that it does. Yeah, or they could just keep pranking their fan bases for like years to come. That would also <laughs> be like, not impossible. Yeah, um, Bonnaroo 2046. All right, well, is it time? Uh, okay. Should we do the giveaway? Uh, well, I think let's talk about what we are doing this weekend because we've got some big shows. Yeah, should I'll we talk about that? Shows. Should we talk about that on our next episode? I'm not doing anything. Switch over, that. switch over to the Patreon, as yeah, they say in the should. podcast world. We should get a Patreon. We should subscribe to our OnlyFans for more details. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. So yes. I think it's going to be a big weekend. Just to run it down: Friday night, Saturday night, Radio City in New York City. Heard of it? Um, pop up at Rough Trade, right by Rockefeller Center in Rockefeller Plaza on Saturday afternoon. Going to be some cool stuff that happens, so you should go. Wait, what was uh, that? Can you repeat that? There is going to be cool things. Where? At the pop-up. Like, oh, uh, okay. the, the, the signing. The, uh, right. Oh, the, the, the rough like, trade. The rough trade. Rough trade. I don't okay. know what the kids call it these days. Oh, excuse me. God, that was disgusting. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Uh, uh, I'm going on vacation, so I will not be at Saturday. Oh, you're um, going? Allegedly. I'll be going to Yellowstone and trying to... Greg's like gonna be through. cycling around the park. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. I will see you at Peach. You didn't catch that Frederick Puddle show, so might as well go to your own. I like to find natural puddle. disasters in. I like to find natural disasters like in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like it to be organic. Uh, you know, I can't. <laughs> well, I will, we'll myself. definitely be seeing people this week. I know not Greg on Saturday, but I'll definitely be out and about in the city. Um, so we'll join yeah. Joy Lisner, obviously. Oh, and anyone got extra to the pop-up? Check the boards. I know people hate Facebook, but there have been some things popping up and some trades popping up on um, the Facebook groups. So but check out Al Goose and the Mini Mall and stuff. Yeah. Oh, he is thrilled. Our manager knows Greg is thrilled to bike around the National Park. Um, so. I can't wait. I absolutely I can't wait. wait. I can't wait either to see you make it back safely without falling into a mudslide. <laughs> I will be hiring someone to push my wheelchair at Peach. So uh, if you know anybody, um, we are we are, we'll be there. So all right, let's see. Um, we've got to do a giveaway. Studio. Oh. Um, let me grab. Where Bruce go? Uh, I don't know. He gave the one second sign. I don't know. Maybe he left something on the stove. Okay. Some tea. All right. Um, so we're going to do a giveaway. It's a signed copy of the brand new Relics uh, that is out now. You can still subscribe by tomorrow should you want to get this month's edition. Really good article uh, about the band. They reveal everything that comes next. Um, so I Ooh. am going to do a giveaway. And that giveaway is, we talked earlier about the venue that Goose played, Summer 2017 in Wilmington. I want to know the third song of the second set for that show. Summer 2017, Wilmington. Let's get third on song, it. second set. Third song, uh, second set, 2017, Wilmington. Win yourself a signed copy of Goose Relics. Uh, uh, yeah, you're gonna want that that copy of Relics. With I think Peter's wearing a tablecloth or something. Garrett Dorfman. 
Eggy is the first person to hire to keep the band coming on stage on time. Garrett, you are the winner of <laughs> a signed copy of the newest Relics edition. Um, congrats, my man. Neil, I think I also it. owe you from a giveaway, too. So be on the lookout for that coming. <laughs> yeah, we're hitting the post office this week and sending out a this year's week. worth of merch and tickets. Uh, <laughs> sending out those Sculpture Park tickets. Uh, so thank you all for hopping on. We will all see you this weekend. It's going to be an incredible, incredible, incredible weekend. Three sets, both nights. Acoustic Goose and Electric Goose. Yeah. Oh, quick shout out to Garrett for the Pogs. Garrett gave me the Pogs. In Legend Valley, I gave um, some of the sleeves of or some of the sheets of pogs to Rick, uh, Ben, and Jeff, and I believe Trevor. I might have missed Peter, but um, yeah, those are sick. Uh, everybody be on the lookout for Garrett's pogs, they're sick. If anybody remembers pogs, they're as old as me. Um, yeah, grab some yeah, of them. If you run into Garrett and shows, grab some of those from him, they're really cool. Um, and is pog an acronym? Like, does that stand for something? <laughs> nah. No, no, pog. It's just a pog, you know. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I, have some, I don't know. I have some sick ones, and um, you know, it was you know never the best at the game of pogs, but I had some badass slammers. And one of the ones that smelled, it was like this lemon scent you scratch and just like smell at. And that was when I learned about drugs. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> it was a dare pog. Um, another time, <laughs> dare pog. So I do have a torpedo, Josh England, and I'm talking about pods, like. They're pods. I used to I used to pod. In fact, you used to pod. I have a pod right here. You think you? Got you know what, Gary? I'm gonna throw this in with your order or your order, your uh, your prize. <laughs> your order. <laughs> <laughs> your subscription comes with this pod. Pod. Sheesh. Um. Okay. Well, I've got the OG pod. These are Garrett's pod. pogs for the band and, and Martin and Andrew's house. America Online. Is that an AOL pog? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Who needs yeah, torpedoes? Fire. I got AOL pods. So if you want, just call 1 800 238 3300 for your free software. 50 free minutes of internet connection, chat rooms. Try that. Head down the wrong number? path. Uh, I did try the number. It is definitely disconnected. Oh. But America, America is most definitely online. Thank you all for joining us tonight. We'll see you at Radio City this weekend. Also, hold on. Studio episode coming out this week. Oh, yeah. Probably coming out Thursday. Yeah, Yeah, probably Thursday. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, be on the lookout. We do this stuff. We just come in bunches. (laughs) This is great beyond doing another cool sign. (laughs) Peace, everyone. Thank you. Bye, guys. Osiris.